All right, we're gonna we'll start we'll start with the top of the summer out just to get into uh, into gear. We'll finish up the, again the last even though we did this yesterday, we'll finish up again the last two lines on uh better and bad because it just uh, brings us into the Rishonim and the different opinions of Rishonim of what's happening in the Gemara. So Amar Rabbi Zera, Rabbi Zera says Machlokes, Machlokes the Amar Ad Hakishamim that he says until the Gishamim, Aval Amar Ad Hakishem Adzman Gishamim Kamar. So the no the Machlokes between Rabbi Shimon and Gamliel and the Chachamim in the Mishnah relates to Gishamim, but if you use the word Geshem, then there is no Machlokes. So what we just, there are three different ways to learn this in the Rishonim. We discussed yesterday. The first one is the way Rashi Rashi learns that simply the differences between Geshem and Gishamim, right? One is plural, and one is singular. Right? That Geshem Gishamim is plural, and therefore you go to what the Revia Shnia. You go to the second rainfall because Gishamim is more than one Geshem, so that's second rainfall. Geshem means First rainfall, because that is in the singular. But that does not, mm-hmm. even though he says, uh, uh, nevertheless, it's market Isle or market Isle, according to Rashi, that each one still holds their opinion. Rashi Gamliel and the Chachamim still are in their respective positions. Rashi Gamliel believes it's till the Zmana Geshem, and the Chachamim believes it's till the actual Geshem falls. Right? The difference is between Gishamim and Geshem. Geshemim means second Raviyah, and Geshem means first Raviyah. Of course, according to this, it's hard to understand what it means that Achlokas versus Dereakal, right? Um, well, he doesn't say Dereakal, it says Adi Geshem. Alright, that's Rashi. The R- Rosh, on the other hand, believes that there are two changes that happen. That you have, he, like Rashi, he says the difference between Geshem and Geshemim is the second Raviyah versus the first Raviyah. But he also believes that the word Geshem switches you from the rain, actual rainfall, for Chachamim to the time of the rainfall. So the word Geshem does two things. It changes it from their second Revia to the first Revia because it's not plural. And number two is the word Geshem means Adzmana Geshemim, meaning until the Zman of Geshem, even according to the Chachamim, as opposed to Geshemim, which means the actual rainfall. That's the Rosh believes. The Ran believes that that Gesh, the difference between Geshem and Geshemim is not about when the rainfall happens, it's always the Revi Ashniya. It's always the second rainfall. Whether you say Geshem or Geshemim, you're always referring to the second rainfall because Mistama, you are referring to the second rainfall because that's the middle one. That's the one that when people refer to rainfall, they really talk about the Revi Ashniya, not the first, not the last, but in the middle. That's the, the middle of the road. No matter what you say, that's the Geshem you're referring to. And the difference between Geshemim and Geshem has to do with whether Geshemim, according to the Chavim, means literal rainfall, and whereas Geshem means Ismana Geshem, and they're going to agree to Rabbi Shimon Gamliel in that case. So that's the key, uh, the Machlokas of Rishonim. You see a span of Rishonim here with different opinions. Is there Geshem, the word Geshem. But it doesn't change when it is, it's still the Rabbi Ashniya. So you have a span here of Rishonim. The reason it's important is because the Gemara is now going to challenge Rabbi Zerah. The question is what they're challenging in Rabbi Zerah. That depends on what you think Rabbi Zerah said. So the only reason I'm, just, I'm going over this Chazim quickly is because this. And the Ran says, the difference between Geshem and Geshemim is that Yitura Deloshem. The word Geshem means Adzman HaGeshemim. So the rainfall comes in the second Revia. It means the Zman HaGeshem. So when you said the word Geshemim, you, you could have said Geshem. In fact, you didn't say Geshem, you said Geshemim. What does that additional im, you know, that plurality, what does that do for you? That's what I'm saying. It means that you have to wait literally until the rainfall rather than until the time of the rainfall. Right? So that's the span here. We have on one end, we have Rashi who says that Rabbi Shimon Gamliel and never change their opinions. They just, the only thing that changes is when is the rainfall that we're talking about. You say Shemim, we're talking about the second rainfall. You say Geshem, we're talking about the first rainfall. On the other side is Rashi, I mean the Ran. On the other side is the Ran. Ran believes that the Zman never changes. It's always the Revi it's always the second rainfall. Right? And the Mafogas in Geshem Shemim is what, is what do they mean? Geshem means the time of the rainfall, meaning that when that time would have come. And Gishamim means literal rainfall, when it actually rains. That's what right, the that's the right, is it? Yeah. So he says that it's either the second actual rainfall or the time of the Gishamim. Right, exactly. According to Chachamim, according to Gishamim, it's always the time, but yeah, according to Chachamim, between Gishamim and Gishamim will change. Right, and then you have the rush in the middle, who believes both happen. 
right, that the Geshem Geshemim will change from the Rebiya Shniya to the Rebiya Shonah, and it also changes the opinion of the Chachamim to believe that if it is not Onat HaGeshemim and not the Geshem, so there is the Yosef lay out of the uh, Rishonim, and that's important because now the Gemara is going to ask a question, of course. Um, okay. Uh, when is the Zman of the Rebiya? So this is the, uh, the Gemara, the Gemara in Tanis, the three main Machlokas, when the Rebiyot are, when the times of the Shemim are, the three times. So the Gimel, or Bechira, the Gimel, the earliest one is on Gimel of Cheshvan. Benoni, the middle one, in Rebiyot Shnia is Beshiva, the seventh of Mark Cheshvan. the late one is Beshiva, on the 23rd of Cheshvan, Dirabere, Rabbi Meir. So going to Rabbi Meir, it's the third, the seventh, and the 23rd. Biudomir Beshiva, it's on the 7th, Ubeshiva Asar on the 17th, Ubeshiva Shlosha, and the 23rd. So he has 7th, 17th, and 23rd. And Rabbi Yossi Omer, as a law, Rabbi Yossi Omer Beshiva Asar, Ubeshiva Shlosha, Ubechodesh Kislev. It's on the 17th, the 23rd, and Rosh Chodesh Kislev. Meaning the Tabi Khamim don't start to fast over the lack of rainfall until Rosh Khodish Kislev. Why Rosh Khodish Kislev? Because that's the last review according to Rabbi Yossi. Once the third review is passed and you haven't had any rainfall, then Rabbi Yossi believes that the Khamim should or the Tabi Khamim begin to fast. And that's what the Gmaritanic discusses, the pattern of fast. First you have the Khidim fast, then you have the uh, you know, the rest of the Yom fast and then the intensity of the fasts uh, increases as the lack of rainfall continues. So the Mara wants to know, Barmin and Allah, Bishlam Ha-Revi'ah Rishona Lishael. Right, the first Revi'ah, what, what, what's the Nafkamina for all these three Revi'ah? That there are three Zmanim for rain, why does it matter that there are three Zmanim for rain? So the Mara says, Bishlam Ha-Revi'ah Rishona, the first Revi'ah is Lishael, is when we start to ask for rain. And that's what we do, right? We start on, here in Eretz Yisrael, we start to ask for Atein Talamat Levrapa on the 7th of Cheshwan, 7th of Cheshwan being Right, the first Revia. Right, so now, what is the Revia Shlishit? What is that important for? Is Lehitano. As we said in the mission, that after the Revia Shlishit, after the third point of rainfall passes, and they have, rain hasn't come, we begin to fast, or the Tamiya begin to fast. The series of fasts begin. What's the second rainfall matter? You know, we know what the first one's for, we know what the third one's for. The question is, what's the middle one? Four. It's for someone who takes a nether. Someone takes a nether. I think Shamim, he's referring to the Revia Shniya. So that's why it's important. When someone references the Gesher, if he rents, say he rents out a property until the Zmanak Shamim, then he's referring to the Revia Shniya. And the middle one is uh, the major Revia. Either one because Revia, because it's the, as the Ram says, it's the middle one. And that's one that people reference. When they make reference to the Gishamim, that's what they reference. Or according to the other, he's shown him because Gishamim. The term Gishamim means plural, and therefore it must mean the second Riviyah. Okay, so Amar of Zayla, no, they're Ramin and Allah. It's kind of a funny answer, though. Uh, what's his name in the answer to Rabbi Ashtiyah? In terms of rainbow, in terms of fasting, in terms of um, when you start asking, it's not one of his mind. So how does it end up being the, the, the time that uh, the other gets based on? Because it's the, to I me, mean, when a person references them, he doesn't talk about the early, you know, if I talk, like if you talk about the summer, okay, talk about the summer, I'm talking about, you know, I'm not talking about the beginning of June, I'm not talking about the end of okay, August, I'm I, talking about July, I'm talking the middle, right? That's, I, I understand, I understand the, the notion, but, but if there's no other significance to the reaction here, other than that, that's what we're told in the dark mind, then it's not really the reaction here. Well, it, it, mm, it just has no, you're right, I mean, you're asking why, it has no halakhic significance in the sense that right, there's no halakha that's based on it, it has to do with uh, other, right, outside references it's to... Look at it between the first and the third. Right. Right, the middle point. Right, you're right. But you would need to know the review shni in order to know when the review shli shi is. I mean, there are other reasons to have it, but I hear what you're saying, that it's different than the other two which have halakhic significance. As a Rishniya is simply a uh, placeholder. Right. right. So that's, 
So you would have thought that you can only have a revia if you have rainfall, a stop, and then additional rainfall. What happens if you have continuous rainfall? Does continuous rainfall through these dates make it into two separate reveals? And that's what Rabbi Shigam Mamoyal says. If you have seven days in a row, then you count the first revia and the second revia. So who's that according to like? That's only like Himan to Rabbi Yossi. Why? Because, what does Rabbi Yossi say? Rabbi Yossi is the only one who has seven days between his Revia Rishona and his Revia Shnia. Because Rabbi Yossi said that it's the 17th and the 23rd. So if you include the day itself, right, the 17th and 23rd, you have seven days. Whereas, you look at Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir had the 3rd, right, and the 7th, which are only four days, five, or five days apart according to this, right? And Rabbi Yudomir, that it was on the 7th and the 17th, which are 10 or 11 days, 11 days apart. So no one who has seven, you could have a seven days in a row, have rain, and then that be counted towards the Rabbi Rishon and Rishnir is according to Rabbi Yossi. Okay, so now... It would be a good job mayor also, but you, you wouldn't need to get to that. Right, and I was thinking about the same thing. It encompasses it, but it's not relevant. Because seven is... Uh, you could have said five, four or five, and you would have encompassed the same thing. So the fact that he uses seven is not actually that it's like a VOC. All right, so now what's the question? <laughs> we hit the question now, and now what is, what is the question here? So it seems to be the Gemara seems to say that it's irrelevant whether you say... Um, like if you look at Rashi, Rashi says it's kosher the Rebbe Zera. Why? Uh, if you look in the Rashi, Verminin Allah command Azlaha command Grabiosi. If you look at that in the Rashi, it's in the narrow lines in the Rashi. Okay. Verminin Allah command Azlaha command Grabiosi. To be Yom Mizayin, to be Yom Chav Gimel, have Ushiva Yomi. To be Rabbi Meir, to have Elohei Yomi. Alma Filu, right? Rabbi Gamliel, or Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, to make your help of Gavin and Darshamarchi against Matthew Rabia. Avisha Dain Lo Yarda Svirle Atamona Rishona Vishnia. Below Rishon of Bilvat. Loshna Adamar Aragashim, Loshna Adamar Aragashamim. Alright, so that, it seems to be that Rishim and Gamaliel is indicating, this is what he's saying, that the word, the word whether you say Geshem or whether you say Gishamim, right, it means until the second reveal. And that's what Rishim and is discussing. If it rains for seven days straight, then you get to the Revia Shniya. Why does it matter with the Revia Shniya? We said before, it's because of Nedah. So according to Rashi, what was the problem? Rashi believes the mafu, that their issue is whether you use the word Geshem or Gishamim. Shamim in plural means, right, uh, until the second Revia. Geshem in the singular means until the first Revia. And yet here we see that Rishim Gomel does not differentiate, right, between Geshem or Gishamim. And yet he says, what, if it rains for seven days straight, then that's considered the Revia Shnia. Well, what does he need the Revi'a Shnia for, right? If he said the word Geshem, he only needs the Revi'a Rishonah. The Revi'a Shnia is only relevant, right, if you use the word Gishamim. Yet here, the Bryce does not differentiate between the Geshem and Gishamim, according to Rabbi Zeira. So, of course, what's the Gemara's answer going to be? Right, that's the last three words in the Gemara. How, right, Shamim. Even though he didn't say it, Rabbi Shimon didn't make it explicit in his statement, he really meant the word Gishamim. He really meant it to mean Gishamim. And only when you say Gishamim is it relevant to have a Rabbi And that's why. So according to Rashi, the whole issue of Rabbi Zerah's first statement was the difference between Geshem and Gishamim. The problem in the Bryce says that the Bryce does not differentiate between Geshem and Gishamim and still requires a second Rabbiya. Right? And then the Gemara's answer is, no, you know what, even though the Bryce doesn't say it, that Bryce is only going to be in a case where you said the word Gishamim. That's the Gemara's answer. So that's the way Rashi is going to learn the Gemara. The Ran, on the other hand, is... Uh, you look in the run in the narrow lines, it's about two, the narrow lines, it's two, four, uh, five lines up in the narrow lines, it says the Amr Bayud Zayin. The Amr Bayud Zayin. Five lines up in the narrowest, narrowest lines. It says the Amr Bayud Zayin Rechav Gimel. Do you see that? The Amr Bayud Zayin Rechav Gimel. The Ilu Rabbi Meir Leke Zayin Yemin Ben Rishon Lishniya. Right? The Ilu Rabbi Huda Yikatzfei. There's more. Right? Rabbi Shemulam Liel Ledivrehem Dirabonon Ka'amar Lehu. This Bryce over here is a Rishim Gamliel speaking on behalf of the Chachamim. To me, it doesn't matter when the rain falls. 
Right, Elo Bismana. It all has to do with the time, the dates, nothing to do with the rainfall. Elo Bismana. Elo Ditchu, according to you, Nehiti Kapeda Tobiri Damamash. Right, even though you guys require actual rainfall, Odali Mia, the apple patient, Tchileti Ritam Haitami Tchileti Rivierishona. Even though the rain began to fall on the Rivierishona, below Pasku, and it never stopped. We love the Odali, the Kibin Shinimshik who had Rivierishina, since a continuous rainfall went until the second Rivier, Torah's Rivierishina Lehem, Visham Lays Manidre. And therefore, the nether is over. So remember, the Ran believed the only machlokas between the Chamim and uh, Rabbi Meir is what? I mean, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel is what? Is whether it's always Revia Shnia, right? It's always in the second Revia. The only question is, right, whether Geshem or Gishamim. Geshem means, right, the Zman HaGeshem, and Gishamim means literal rainfall. So this is Rabbi Shimon Gamliel saying to the Chachamim, admit to me if it rains continuously from the first Revia until the second Revia, that you would agree to me that we've now encompassed the second Revia, and the nether would be done. And now, Vakasakat Atcha, we're talking a case where you use the word Geshem. That's normal way people take a nether. And since the Bryce doesn't say otherwise, we would think it says Geshem. If we hold like Rabbi Zeira, when you say the word Geshem, everybody agrees that you get Zman Kamar. Then, he's the Amar Lulu, Rabbi Shimon Lulu, Oduli. How could Rabbi Shimon Gamliel and his Bryce say, admit to me, Chachamim? Right, Mi'at, right, my area, your two. Who cares if there's any rainfall? Because once you use the word Geshem, according to Rabbi Zeira, then you don't need any rainfall. You just simply need the Revia Shnia. So why is Rabbi Shimon Gamliel bugging the Chachamim about literal rainfall? A few yards of cloud, even no rainfall. Here in the Chinah, there are the Geshem, Amar, Vigyazmanash, Revia Shnia, the Kuleyama Shalom Nidre. Everybody, right, agrees that then that's the end. So let's go the answer again. Now, that, that brings us talking about a case where he says, Adha Gishamim. According to the Ran, it is actual rainfall for the Chachamim. And that's when the Rabbi Shimon says, even according to you, Chachamim, who disagree with me about whether it's rainfall, right, versus the time of rain, admit to me if it rains straight from the Rabbi to the that would be considered the second rainfall, even though there was no stop in between. And that's where the Ran went to the rush. Is going to learn between the Ran and Rashi, but basically saying that the problem here is if you say at a Geshem, right, then it should be number one, Revere Rishona, and number two is, right, it should be, right, it should be that the Chamim agree that it's the Zman a Geshem and not the, right, the actual ring. And that's what the Gemara answers up, how dumb Gishamim. It's the case where he said Gishamim. So that's why we're talking about Rabbi and that's why we're talking about actual rainfall. Alright, so the two, each one of the Rishonim has to learn what the question is. The different, the Gemara's answer is very simple, even according to everyone. It says that we assume that it was the word Geshem. Right. The Ran is the only one who gives such a explanation of why, why we would assume that. He says because that's the normal way people speak, how to Geshem. Shamim is not the normal way. Although I don't know today, I don't know if that would be the case. But uh, when you would say, you know, if you wanted to say at a, at, until the rainy season, you would say Azmanak Shamim. I, mean, I don't think you would say Azmanak Geshem. But um, the answer of the Gemara in the end is, how would Azmanak Shamim? You're right, that's the case. The case is that he said Shamim, even though that wouldn't have been our, at first blush, that would not have been what we thought the Bryce was talking about. But it is, and therefore both statements of Rabbi Zera will stand, or the Bryce of Rabbi Shimon Gamliel will not cause a problem for Rabbi Zera, who says that there is no machokas when, it's, when you use the word Geshem. And each Rishon according to their explanation. All right, new Mishnah. Alright, so he says, I will not drink wine for a year. If there was a leap year, Usr Ba Ubi Ibura. You're Usr in it, and it's leap year. Okay? Ad. Alright, Rosh Adar. Right, so if he says until the beginning of Hadar, so this is topical, right, this is uh, in Yon of the Yoma, right, if he goes until the Rosh Chodesh Hadar, or the beginning of Hadar, what is he referring to? Ad Rosh Hadar HaRishon, he's talking about the Rosh Chodesh of Adar Rishon. Ad Sof Hadar, if he says until the end of Hadar, then it's Ad Sof Hadar HaSheni, right, that'll be until the end of Adar Sheni. Right, there's a Girsa change. If you look in the Sarsa Shas, he changes it to Shani until the end of the second Adar. I saw at least two looks. <laughs> but that's it. Adar Shani, that's until the end of Adar Shani. So this is the question. Right? Important question has numerous halakhic implications. 
Right, that when is other when you say adar without referencing with a uh, without an adjective to modify it, right? Whether it's sheni or rishon, right? Then what is the adar that you're referring to? Stamadar is that adar rishon or stamadar adar sheni? Right, that's what the Gemara is going to discuss. All right, now the only question we had here is why lishana. If I said to you that you're going to take a nether lishana, right, for one year, right, be, what, what, what would that, what would you think that means for, from today, right, 12 months? Why should the leap year be relevant? If you say from now, right, at sofashana, right, if you say until the end of the year. And so if someone says until the end of the year, then it makes sense to say that the leap year makes a difference, it doesn't make a difference. Because he's saying this, in this year, right, hashana, like he says hashana, this year my nether is going to be. This year ends right at the next Rosh Hashanah. It, whether there's a leap year or not should be irrelevant because you're trying to get to the end of the year. Though the Gemara had a hop, you know, that maybe it matters, but the Gemara says, no, the end. But if you say for one year, why should the leap year be relevant when you say one year? You mean one year from today means 12 months. Right? It doesn't mean the... 12 months are going to be until this same date again. Right, so why? Well, we said in the mission of previous minutes, you know, that you Rosh Hashanah is not. Right, if you say Shana Akas, if you say Shana, we only said that by Hashanah, right? We answered by Hashanah, why is that? Rosh Shani, but that was only by the term Hashanah, right? I don't think it was by Shanah Akat, the Gemara said that was 12 months. Mm-hmm. Alright, so now the question... What? Oh, they changed it, right, because the problem is... Otherwise you have a stira between the... Right, that's exactly right. Alright, so that's what we're getting to, is that otherwise it doesn't make sense. Previously we suggested that only when you go to the end of the year, Hashanah, then the relief year becomes relevant or not relevant. But if you say the Shanah Akas, right, if you say for one year, it's 12 months. I mean, what, what does it matter if it's like leap year or not leap year? All you mean is one year. If I say one year, that means 12 months. It doesn't mean, you know, 13 months. It means 12 months. So that's the, if you look in the Ran, the Ran discusses this, um, this issue. He brings down the Rashba first and then disagrees with the Rashba. Alright, uh, since the second half of the Umbra goes pretty fast, I'll, we'll, we'll spend a little bit of time on the rush here. Alright, uh, so look at the rush. The rush, just let's do it on the Mishnah. Start from the word Mishnah and the rush, okay? Right? It says for Shana, the Ikaribuse de Tana, the main finish of this Tana, the Akilo no der Mitchilat Hashana, even though he's standing at the beginning of the year, came into Amar Hashana, Loam Rinan, right? When he says Hashana, we don't say Shana Akas Kamar, it means one year. Ela Asr Ba Ubi Bura, Tainu Yim Gimel Kodesh. It's only if he uses the term in the run. Oh, I'm sorry. My fault. I must have mistaken. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, so using the run, because he, since he gives both sides of the picture, just basically use the run. I'm sorry. I'll start, yeah. If you're standing, even if you're standing at the beginning of the year, came into Amar Hashana, Lo Amrina and Shana Achas Kamar, right? That we not, when he says Hashana, it does not mean one year. That's 13 months. Right? If he says this year or Shana Zu. And then we just discussed the previous Mishnah that you say Hashana or Shana Zu, that means until the end of the year. So the only way that you're going to get 13 months is if you're standing at Rosh Hashanah. I mean, if you're standing at Rosh Hashanah, you say this year, it means until the next Rosh Hashanah. That's the only way you're going to get 13 months. Abal, but Omer Shana Akas Stam. Someone just says Shana Akas one year. Ain Chodesh Ha'ibur Kuchlau. Chodesh Ha'ibur is not relevant, because when you say one year, what does one year mean? It means 12 months. Doesn't matter if there's an Ibur or not Ibur, you're just going to count the next subsequent 12 months, that's what matters. Apopi Shota Nachshan another by Mubarat, even though there's a leap year in that year. Shayim Lo Nahag Bishura Shana Zub, Mashal Nishana Bab Shuta. I mean that when you say Shana Achas, you mean one year. So why is the leap year relevant when you say one year? Because you're already going into the next year. So why should a leap year be relevant? Because you're already straddling two years. So how do you know it refers to 13 months, 12 months? No, it refers a year is 12 months, and you just count the next 12 months, wherever it ends, it ends. Right? Ba'afo pisho osur lo, lasot kem b'tchila, dink about, I'm sorry, sorry, about be'omer shana achastam, in chodesh ibar b'chlal. Ba'afo pisho to shana shana d'bar mu'ber, dink about shana shana lo nahag b'isuro shana zu, mashlam l'shana abab shuta. He doesn't, if he didn't do the net, if he doesn't keep the netter right away, right, what does he have to do? He has to keep it, like say in six months from now, he's back to keep his nether. Right, then he'll have to keep 12 months from then. In that one year, the leap year should be irrelevant to keeping his nether. Kavapi should also go less okay. You know, he can't postpone his nether because of 
Betchila ikka balta acher, because you're not allowed to delay a nether. Once you take a nether, it takes effect immediately. But you're not allowed to delay it. But since you have the ability, even though you're over balta acher, to delay it, it shows you what that when you say next one year, it means twelve months, because the leap year is irrelevant, because you can start the nether whenever you want. Kevan. It doesn't have anything to do with this year necessarily. This year it has to do with 12 months. This is the opinion of the Even when a person says Shana Akas from this day, I mean now the, the whole time of the Rashba is what? That you can delay the effectiveness of the Nether. You say Shana Akas, it's 12 months. Why? Because you don't have to start today. You can start in six months from now. But then, even if you say now you've eliminated the possibility of delaying the netter because you said from today. Nevertheless, in it's not included. Right? So he says, the Rav says that, and then he says, uh, he brings a proof for from the Gemara in the Dharm, uh, in Erechon, I'm sorry. And the Rav was based on the idea that Shana'achas means which is right. Well, he gave he gave his reason why, but he goes even when that reason is not there, nevertheless it should still be twelve months because that's what shanachas means. And since in other contexts shanachas is going to mean twelve months because you could postpone it, even when you can't postpone it, it's going to mean twelve months. Right now, the problem you're going to have to deal with is if you say shanachas, then is they have to also look in the in, in the gemara The deals about renting. There are two other places where Shana Akas is relevant. One is when you rent out a place. If you rent for a year or to the end of the year, then it's relevant, again, what the terms mean. The other place it's relevant is in Bate Are Choma. In, in, in houses in walled cities, right? You have one year to redeem the house. Right? So what is the year? When do you start counting? Or what's the year until the house does not... is It's forever. You can't redeem it. After one year, it goes to the new buyer, and it's, you cannot... Right? Go and redeem it anymore. What is the one year? So those two questions right, have to, uh, have to, I have to answer because the Gemara deals with those. One in, uh, right, uh, in, in Bab Metziah and one in Erechen. Erechen deals with Batir Echoma and in Bab Metziah deals with Chira, uh, renting. So that's the, uh, if you just look, he, uh, he brings a proof from this Gemara in Erechen, then he says, Bekat of Ozal. You see where it says Baba Metziah in the Gemara, it's the first line in the Ran. It's the first about four lines down from where we are now. The first words in the line says Baba Metziah in parentheses. Baba Metziah, Daf Kaplamet. So he says, based on this, a master by the Chaver the Shana, and Yitabra Shana. If you rent out a house to your friend for a year, and then it's a leap year. Yitabra the Socher. Right, it goes for the renter. The renter gets the benefits. Baba Shana Zu, O Hashana. This is only going to be true if you say Hashana or Shana Zu. Who? Tlolam Yeshlo the Socher Chodesh Ibor. Mio Lovish Kaksvashelo Yudim Chodesh. You can't get 13 months unless he's standing at Rosh Hashanah. If you're in the middle of the year, that's just consistent in his opinion. But if you say Shana Achas, you only have 12 months. You still gain a month. You don't gain a month. No, if you say if you say until the end of the year. Yes, but then you won't get 13 months. Yeah, but then, the, the Rosh was saying. So the Rosh was saying that in that case in the Gemara, when it says Nitabra the Mocher, and you get 13 months, that's only one case. What's that only case? Yeah. When you're standing on Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, you get the full 13 months. I'm saying, but from a business point of view, even if you're standing four months into it, you actually gain a better. You gain a month over eight months. You know what I'm saying? You gain. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's always a value to the. Well, but it's only in the case where he says this year. This year. But he says one year. No, then. Right, then there's no 13 months. Now that's the case of the Rashi. You wouldn't have learned the Gemara. If you read that Gemara, if I didn't tell you this, and you went to the Gemara in Bavantin, and you said, I rented out for you from a year, and you get 13 months. All right, I, you would have said to me, that means one year. Not this year, right? It means one year. All right, but the Rashi says, no, that's not the case. The case is that based on what I just told you here in this Gemara, the Rashi believes that only when you say Shana Zu or Hashana is the belief you're relevant. If you say Shana Leap here is never relevant. He reads our Gemara that way, he reads the Gemara in Bilbatia that way, and he also reads the Gemara in Erechim that way, which we skipped over. Uh, there, the Gemara in Erechim says Tmima, that should be a full year, and because of the Rebuy, the word Tmima, he includes the Chodesh Ibra. When you say Shana Achas, one year, it means 13 months. But you see from the Gemara in Erechim that it needed a Rebuy to teach you 13 months when you say one year, that the Rebuy, the natural assumption would have been 12 months. Right? 
That's probably the best proof. It's a, <laughs> <laughs> that there's a reason. Right, that's the actual proof. Now, the Ron's going to go dismantle all of this, of course. No, not all of it, but he's going to see. All right, so he says, That's where we're up to in the Ron. You see where we are? But in your All right, of course, the Ron says, this does not, I don't believe this is right. Makes no sense. The whole point of the Gemara above the if you read the Gemara above the is to say to you, what's the benefit of the Sokha? That he gets 13 month rent. It's a, you know, meaning that he didn't expect to get 13 months, now he gets 13 months because all of a sudden they made it into a leap year. Right? If you, according to the Raspa, the only case where you're going to get a 13 month year is if you're standing on Rosh Hashanah and you say Shana Zu. Says Koki, I got an avalu the town of Frusche, below the Smistam, below Misakdine, the Dabra the Soker. You think that the the Tana would just forget about that little point that he's just standing on Rosh Hashanah? It's only in this one unique case you're going to get a 13 month year is when he's standing on Rosh Hashanah. Don't you think it was incumbent on him to mention that? Right? If it's not the normal course of business, below Mishkacha, but Orchad the Tikna, right? The Tikna in this crazy case, the Tikna. All right, so the Fikach Nirali. So listen to this. To know their Pesocher. Ron says, if you're before the leap year, right, before the leap month, it's called before the leap month, if you rent out or you take a nether and you say Shana Achas, that includes the leap year. It's a 13 month year now. You say Shana Achas, you don't even say Shana Zil. Right, 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 right. You will get the Kodesh Ibur if you say Shana Achas. And the Gemara in Babuzia now is shoot a pashim shot. That's what it meant. It did, but it makes sense. When we, when we said Shana Chas, we, sh- we, sh- we, we did the close the deal. Huh? I have to get out of it. Let's say you're talking, I'm standing in uh, Kislev. I have to get out next to Kislev. Right. Now there's another month stuck in there. Right. I bet, I bet it. Right, that's how you would look at it. If I rent something for one year today, you would say, okay, okay here's a date, right? Exactly. January 1, or, and I'll be back here on January 1 yeah, again. And the fact that now they add another month or two or three, that's life. Right. So that is the Pashim Shandang Mar Bobotin. So the Ron's learning that Shanachas means. 13 months. Now, what's he have to deal with? He has to deal with the Rashba's proof. As Shaul said, that's the, that is a good proof from Erechim. The Ron Erechim said, you need Tmimah to teach you the 13 months. But if Shana Akas means one year, literally means 13 months, then why do I need a reboy from the Pasuk to teach me that? Why do I need Tmimah to teach me that even 13 months? So that's what the, the Ron has to deal with. Um, so that he says, the cap, because he says, look, right, if you look down in the run, two, four, five lines from the bottom in the run, five lines from the bottom, the fifth word in, look, Right, Lakak, you see that word? Lakak. Lakak. In La Ribuya, so this, I'm just getting to the answer. Right, that it says in Erech, and if without the Ribuy, how about Mina de Torah, Zman Echad Pashka the Kola Lokim? Torah gave a standard time for all buyers to tell you when is it, when, when does the house can be redeemed? It can be redeemed for, I mean, you'd bet Kodesh. Avishana Berova Shanim. That's one year in most of the years. The same Havimina that Argamara had, right? That 12 months is a standard year. And when the Torah gives a standard for when can the house be redeemed and when is it looks to it, that is 12 months. Right? And should be irrelevant whether it's a leap year or not leap year. We want a single objective standard. In fact, exactly what Argamara did. Argamara thought, even with Hashanah, you would go for only until the end of the year, for not for 12 months, but only 8 months or 7 months without the leap year because you go after Rova Shanim. The year that you know about. So the Ribuya, according to the Ran, is not to teach you that a normal year would be 12 months and that the Ribuya teaches you 13 and then otherwise it's no 13 months. It's coming to teach you that even though the Torah is giving you an objective standard of one year, nevertheless, when it is an Ibra year, it's going to mean 13 months. One year can be 12 or 13 months. That depends on the year that you are in. And that's the Kiddush of the Reboy in Erechim. To teach you that exactly what Argamar had the same problem. Argamar thought maybe that you shouldn't. You should say that the end of the year means until the end of the year, not including the Ibra month. And then the Gemara said, no, that's the Kiddush of the Tana. I think to teach you that when you say Shanazu or Hashana, you include the Ibra year. So you see the Gemara already had this issue. And certainly the Torah, which is talking about it, has the same problem. And that's why it needs the Reboy. Vani. We've seen this in the round before. He says when, when he says this, I chuckle to say, meaning that he leans to say, meaning that he's leaning to say this, even though when he usually says this means that he won't say it. But right, that even if he says shana achas without any definition, oser bi ibura, doesn't it ibura? Then stama shana zu mashma. 
It simply means when someone says Shana'akas, not like the Rashba, right? That even when you say Shana'akas, that means Shana'zubi'i that if you delay it, there is no shulim. The hashachayel nidre. The Ran believes. He goes, "What are you talking?" The Ran, the whole Rashi's idea comes from the fact that you could delay the nether, the effectiveness of the nether. Ran says, "Where do we ever see such a thing? We saw this early in the Masechta, right? When he says Harini Nazir, that he's a Nazir automatically right away. You can't postpone it. And if he doesn't keep the Nazirs right away, he's over after. So you see that whenever a person takes a nether without anything like carbonos, outside of carbonos, we saw this with the Rishon discussed by the Baltachar, because Baltachar is only effective by carbonos, that you could delay it, or even regular Nadarim you can delay it. Right? Most of the Rishon believe that when you take a nether, it's effective immediately. You don't have a right to delay it. And if you delay it, you're over Baltachar. And that's what the Ran is saying here. He's disagreeing with the Rashba entirely. And before, he answered up that the Rashba is right. If he's standing before the leap year and he says 12 months, Right, then they say Shana Achas, and it includes the year. But if it's not, if it's after the leap year, then it's not. It'll only be 12 months. Even though you're in a leap year, right, nevertheless, it'll only be 12 months. But then he says, now, I maybe disagree with the Rashba totally. That when he says Shana Achas, it means 12 months. Why? Even before the leap year. Why? Because. Why? Because you can't. The Rashba's logic is that you can postpone the nether. The whole reason you can postpone the nether, there should be, should be 12 months, because you can postpone it until after the leap year. Right? But if you, the round says that's not true. He just believes it's just not true. You can't, a nether is effective immediately. And you can't postpone it. If you do postpone it, not only are you over about to act there, you can't keep the nether anymore. The nether is not relevant anymore because you said, I'm keeping it, me, zoo, me, young zoo, from this day. Right? So that's the round. Alright? This is focusing the round on the Rashba. In the end, what does the Stam Shanami mean? What does one year mean? Does one year mean 12 months or does one year mean 13 months? The Rashba goes out of his way to say that when you say Shana Akas, it means 12 months. And therefore, in renting, it means 12 months. When you say Shana Akas, it's going to be 12 months. When you, I mean, when you say Shana Akas, 12 months. When you, everything you deal with, it's going to be 12 months. What are the exceptions? The exceptions are going to be Erechim, because the Pasuk specifically gives a reboy. And the other exception is going to be if you're standing on Rosh Hashanah and you say Shana Zu or Hashana, right? Then you get 13 months because it'll be that entire year, including the Eber year. But if you're in the middle of the year, then it will include the Eber month. But you won't get 13 months because there's not 13 months left in the in the year. Okay, as opposed to the Ran and the other man who believes no, that Shana Achas always means 13 months, both by renting, by Erechin, and even he's willing to say by Nidarim. If you say Shana Achas, that that'll be only tw- he'll be only uh, that'll only be 12 months. Okay, so that's my focus in the Ran and the Rashba, whether Shana Achas means 12 months or 13 months. Right. So we saw the Gopri, of course, when you say Hashanah, that includes the Ibra year. Yeah, if there's a if there's an Ibra month between the time you took it and the end yeah. of the year, yes. Right. The only discussion is about Hashanah Akas and the Gutsayim, and now you can see why that the right the gears have changed that we talked about. We have in our mission it just says Hashanah. Uh, right, it says Shana Shnit Arbakonim Yain Sheni Tom Lishana for one year. So the Rosh changes it. The Rosh changes it. The Rosh, the Rosh changes it to Hashana because then he can include the Ibra year, right? Then it's relevant to say Ibra year. The Rosh, which just reads that you're standing on Rosh Hashana, right? And that's why the Shana Akas becomes for 13 months. It's only when you're standing on. Uh, no, 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 according no, no, to the Rosh, the Rosh needs to change the gears also, right? The Rosh needs to say it's only the... The Rosh then can say it. Right, he can say it's for 12, uh, first 12 months. All right. All right, let's go Lashana. Uh, so they're all going to have to say that's Lashana Zu, right? Lashana does not mean Lashana Akas, but means Lashana Zu. Whereas the... Uh, okay, let's go on the Gemara. Alma. So this is Stama the other the Kama Rishon who? Stama Adar is the first Rishon. Is the other Rishon. Why? Because in other, you say, Ad Rosh Chodesh Adar, you mean until Rosh Chodesh So, Rabbi Yehuda, let's say, author of missions of Yehuda, this happens to be a Machlokus of Yehuda and Rabbi Meir. Which one is Stam Adar? The Tanya, Adar Rishon. Every time Rishon, Kotev Adar Rishon. Then he has to write Adar Rishon. Adar Sheni, Kotev Adar Stam. Right? The, the regular Adar is Adar Sheni. So, I'm saying Adar without any. Defining term there without any adjective, then it means adarshin. If you want to say adarishon, you have to say harishon. Rabbi says the opposite. Adar harishon kote stam. The first adar, if you write just adar, it means the first adar. Stam adar, right? Stam adarsheni kote tinyan. But if you want to say adarsheni, he has to write the second adar. He has to define it. So our Mishnah, when he said adarshkodes adar, it meant until 
first one. So you see what? Right. So that's probably why the other Gersos, right, seem to say that it's Harishon, right? That it means until the end of the first Rishon. There are there actually two ways to learn the Gemara. I'm not going to get into the Ram brings down two ways to learn the Gemara. Whether they look at it as a single, our Mishnah might look at them as a single block. I look at his other Rishon and Shani as a single block, and therefore the Girsa would be uh, at the end of the Shani because they think Adar is a single month. Two months become one month. And the person okay. says Rishon really means it's one block. The person says Shani. In the Machlok, if Mary says Shani, uh, this is not what the Machlok is. It has to do with our Mishnah. Our Mishnah, right, there are two ways to read our Mishnah. Either you read it with the word Rishon in there, and that's the way the Ryan's Girsa is, that it leaves the word Rishon in there, and therefore that's the proof that we're talking about. Whenever you say Sidam Adar, you're referring to Adar Rishon, because when you say Rosh Chodesh means the beginning of Rishon, so it means Adar Rishon. He brings the second beam that the Ryan brings, which is the Girsa that puts it to Shani, says that Adar is a single block. Adar Rishon and Adar Shani become a single Adar. So, that doesn't fit into uh, so why, is that, why is that a proof yeah, or not a proof, yeah. right? Why is that a proof or not a proof? Well, Ad Rosh Chodesh Adar makes sense because it means until Rosh Chodesh Adar, we say until it's a Rosh Chodesh Adar Rishon. But the question then is, well, if you say it like this, then why, right, do we say at the end of the Rosh Chodesh, right? Because, so why is that a proof? Almost Tamadar the Rishon, Rishon, right? So then, if he goes according to the first Girsa, it makes sense. And the Ryan has to explain why in the second Girsa it works in Shoshini. Uh, he says because, Everything that it refers to is according to Adarishon. Right, so that everything is a reference. If you consider it a single block as one, then everything refers to Adarishon. It's the first Adar because there is only one Adar according to this. There's a single block of Adar. Therefore, Stam Adar would be Adarishon. Alright, so that's the, the Gemara. Right now, the Gemara says, Rabbi, even Rabbi Meir can hold this mission. Why? Right? It depends whether he knows that there was a leap year or not. Right? So what happens if he knows there's a leap year? That's when the Shani comes. Right? That's when you have to define other Shani or other Stam. Right? Meaning that if you say other Stam according to Rabbi Meir, that means other Shani. But that's only if you knew there was a leap year. If not, when you say Adar, you're referring to the Rishon because there's only one Adar. So even Rabbi Meir is going to agree when you do not know there's an Adar, a leap year, when you say Adar, you mean you first Rishon. It's only when we don't know, or when we do know there's a leap year, then people use Stam Adar is, right, Adar Shani. Tatanya, right? And we have a Braisa, which is Nihusa. Again, this is a Braisa that supports yeah. this. Ah, Rosh Chodesh Adar, when he says, until Rosh Chodesh Adar, at Rosh Chodesh Adar Rishon. In Naitashanu Muberet, at Rosh Chodesh Adar Shani. Right? Michlal. Oh, so it says, if it's a uh, leap year, then we're going to Rosh Chodesh Adar Shani. Michlal. The Rosh Chodesh Adar Muberet, the Skina? What does it mean? Then the first one starting at a case where it wasn't a Shana Muberet? Right? Then what's the, what's the Kiddush? Of course. There's only one Adar, so what are you talking about? So it must be that they're both in leap year. The first, the first duration of the mission is talking about a case where he didn't know it was a leap year. Because he didn't know it's a leap year when he says, Ad Adar means until Adar Rishon. And yet, and the second part is what? When he's Mi'uberet. When it is a leap year, that means until Rosh Chodesh Adar Shani, because he knew about it being a Adar. Right? Since he knew about being Adar, therefore it goes until Rosh Chodesh Adar Shani. Who's of the opinion that it makes a difference? That's Rabbi Meir. You see, Rabbi Meir differentiates whether he knows it's an adat, a leap year or he does not know it's a leap year. But that means this cannot go contrabida, so it has to be Rabbi Meir, and therefore Rabbi Meir says it's a chil. You see this difference, whether he knows it's a leap year or he doesn't know it's a leap year. Okay. Now, Alenia uh, Aloka, by the way, it's Alenia Aloka, we passed in right, Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda, who's Allah like? Allah is like Rabbi Yehuda. So that Stam the Adar is Adar Rishon. That Stam Adar is going to be Adar Rishon. Before so, right, well that might have to do with other reason. I will say this. I'll tell you in a second. Hilkach, Mishomer Badar Shani, if this is in the wide lines in the Ran, the widest lines in the Ran. Hilkach, Mishomer Badar Shani, because they have Adar Stam, a Star Mukdam, Upasul. Person's in Adar Shani, it just writes Adar in the contract. It's a Star Mukdam, because it's referring to the wrong month. Right, it's a predated Star, and it's not good. Stam Adar Rishon, Mashma Hilkach, Sarchi, Yachtob, Bechorish Adar Shani, Badar Rishon, Kote Stam, Ben Bikitin. Since we pass like Rabbi Yehuda, right, then Adar, Lasham bin Adam, Adar means, right, means the first Adar. And Adar Shini, you have to define as being Adar Shini. So one, the two possibilities to answer your question, what about Purim, right? One, one possibility about Purim is here we're discussing Lasham bin Adam. 
and that's what's relevant over here, right? Lashon bnei adam are relevant over here, and in lashon bnei adam, adar means adar rishon, and adar sheni you have to define as being adar sheni. Not that that has halachic significance, meaning that if which one's the real adar, that's not what it's saying. In lashon bnei adam, what does adar mean? And therefore, it may not have impact on form. The other problem, the other issue is by Purim, Rabbi Gila discusses, right? That lismach geula legeula. The month after Shvat. Right. That the Gemara discusses there, and the benefit of that is the lismach geula legeula. That we want to be somech the geulas Purim to the geulas Nisan, and therefore, even though, right, even though possibly Stam Adar might be other Rishon, still there's a reason to make Purim right. another Sheni is because of this concept of smoke the smoke gula the gula. Alright. Next Mishnah. Rabbi Huda Omer. Konim Yaim Shaini Toem Achehei Pesach. Says I will not try Koim Yaim that I will not taste until there will be Pesach. This doesn't include until Pesach. So before we said Achehei Pesach means until Pesach is passed. Right, till the end of Pesach. Ajihei meant until the end. Here, right? Yeah, because it was it was Kabulo's man. And so therefore, if you say Adifnei, if you say Ad uh, means before, Ajihia means until before. Ajihei means until it's past. Nevertheless, the Tana here, Rabbi Huda is saying that even if you say Ajihei Pesach, which would normally refer to the end of Pesach, if you talk about Yayin, it means only until Pesach. Why? Why? Once the major wine drinking of the year. That's on what? On Lelo Pesach, because he drank the Arba Kosos. So it's clear that when he took a nether at Pesach, he's referencing the significant day of Yayin on Pesach, and that's the first night of Pesach. Says, I'm not going to eat meat until the fast day. He's only also until the night of the Tzom. What he's referring to here, right, Rashi just says it's Tzom, Lelo Tzom. Tzom, the night before the Tzom, they used to, used to eat meat. That's what Rashi says. The Ran, on the other hand, says it's talking about Yom Kippur, which makes more sense. Right, it's talking about Yom Kippur, and when there a, there's a mitzvah to eat a sudas, right, a sudas basar on Arab Yom Kippur, and before the fast, right, because you have the the sudas uh, of uh, the the. You know, Surah Sasaka, but there it's referenced on Arab Yom Kippurim that you're supposed to eat, right? You're supposed to have a Yom on Arab Yom Kippurim. So it says, he says, Adat Tzom doesn't literally mean until the fast day, it means until the day that's relevant to the Tzom, which is Arab Yom Kippur, where he would eat Masar until that meal before, and he would eat meat then. So that's what he says. So Kleine Basel Shani told him Achehat Tzom until after the Tzom would be referenced. And also a lot of Leilat Tzom. It's really not until afterwards he gets to eat on Arab Yom Kippur. So Leilat Tzom until Achehat Shachat Yerkun Adam Lechol Basar. His reference, the fact that he made reference to a meat on a significant day that's reverence to, that's relevant to a fast day, that's Erev Yom HaKippur. Rabbi Yossi Ibn Omer, Konim Shum, Shani told me Achehat Shabbat. I won't eat garlic until after Shabbos. And also a lot of Leilat Shabbat. And he's meant to eat on Friday night. And Leilat Tzom until Achehat Shachat Adam Lechol. The normal time that people eat Shum, Right, that's the Gemara. It's Kanas Ezra. That's Ezra that people eat Shum on uh, the night of uh, on Friday night, and therefore, since that's a significant day of eating Shum, of eating garlic, therefore, when he says Adi Hey Shuas, even though he says so after Shabbos, he really meant only until Friday night. Right. Right, in at Bab and Hotel of Anachos, so these next part of the mission we've referenced to earlier in the Masechta, uh, earlier, and which is going over, you'll, you'll be familiar to you. I will not get any benefit from you in at Bab and Hotel of Anachos. You don't come and take this stuff for your son's wedding. You know, I want to give you this stuff, and if you don't take it, right, then there's no, I won't get any enough from you. This person can be made for his nidro, so he doesn't need a chacham, but Yomer Lo, Kluma Marta, What's the only reason that you want to give this for my son's wedding? For my kavod? My kavod is to reject it. I don't want it. I don't want to accept it. And that's my kavod. The whole purpose of the matter was to give me kavod that you want me to take this stuff and use it for my son's wedding. My kavod is not to take it. So your your nether was accomplished. What you wanted intended with your nether was accomplished, and therefore the nether does not stand. You can't get any enough from me unless you come and give this gift to my son. Since having a wedding, you better give him this gift. Right? So Ramir Mir, Asr, Ashi Jane. Ramir says, No, you gotta give it. And the nether is foul until you give this stuff. He can be made for his nether without a chacham. It says, right, it's as if I got it. 
And then he wanted this to be given to his son as a gift. He can say about his son, you know what, it's as if I got the gift. Since I got it from somewhere else and I don't need it anymore, it's as if I got it. And since it's as if, it's as if I got it, the net there accomplished what it wanted, which was that he got what he needed. Since he got it already, then it's okay. Hayam Saripos, again, I mentioned for Gedalia's sake, right, that this is, uh, again, context matters in the nether. Hayam Saripos, the seat bat achoto. They wanted it, they are pushing him to marry his niece, his niece from his sister. Right, then he says that she can't get any hana from me. Someone who is divorcing his wife, she can't get any benefit from me forever. No, no, they both can get hana from him. Right, his nether was that I won't marry her. Not that I won't give her any nether, it's just that it means in the context of it, I'm not going to marry this woman anymore. So therefore, they're not allowed to marry them, that's what the nether means. But the issue of hana, right, is what the problem is. That hana, they can get hana from him because his intent was not to stop any form of hana, it was just to stop them having a relationship of husband and wife. First, they were pushing his friend to come and eat by him. There's no way. I'm not even coming into your house. I won't even have a drop of water with you. Right? He can go to his house. He can drink cold water for him. His intent was, I'm not going to come and have a full meal with you. I'm not going to have a sit-down meal with you. You're pushing me to come. He gave an exaggerated form of the nether, which meant, I'm not even going to come into your house. I'm not going to drink water. But his intent is clear. Based on the context of what they were pushing, what were they pushing him to do? Not to come into the house. I want to come and eat a meal with him. He says, I don't want to get caught. Right? We saw back then, the rush says, what? The problem is that if he comes into the house already, they're going to sit him down, they're going to force him to eat the meal. So it's not that he doesn't want to go in the house, it's not that he doesn't want to drink water. He wants them to know, clearly, I'm not getting to this point where you're going to make me sit down for a meal. Right? So then he can still go into the house, and still keep it zoning, because his intent was to stop having a meal. Right? The other we showed him to know that he means, he just took an exaggerated form of, right? Of Neder. He, means, he really means, the, the interpretation of his Lashon is that I don't want to have a meal with you. And that's where we're going to interpret it based on the context. So all these Nidarim in the last piece here, these are all parts of this mission were brought earlier in the Gemara because the Gemara used them as proofs in different places for different items. We've seen all four of these cases earlier in the Gemara and they're all explained there by the Rishonim. But uh, what's important in all these four Nadarim is that even though you took a nether, that seems to be a full, four, full-fledged nether, we don't say that the nether is impactful or the nether is relevant. Why? Because we can interpret it based on the context Right, we can interpret the nether to mean either a very narrow case, a very specific case, which is your intent, or we can say that the nether was effectively trying to generate a feeling, either of kabod or to have something given. And if that feeling was generated, right, then the nether is not relevant anymore. It was almost as if there's an implicit tonight in the nether that this is for your kabod. And if you get your kabod by not accepting it, then fine, then the nether is not kabod. Or this is because I wanted it. If I get it from somewhere else, it's, then there, it's as if the nether does not take effect. All right, we'll stop here.